Welcome to Man in the Hat Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Nortoon. Where I spend 10-15 minutes of your Saturday when you choose to listen, I cover sports news, standings, hat of the day, and recently added segment, Dope Stuff. You can always find me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify under Man in the Hat Sports Podcast, and follow me on my new YouTube channel at Man in the Hat Sports Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Man in the Hat Sports Podcast. And this week, we got a special episode for you today. I'm joined by a graphic designer who happens to also be my sister. And today, we're going to cover some baseball jerseys. So everybody say hello to my sister, Kayla. Hey, guys. Like Luke said, I am a graphic designer, and my name is Kayla. Um, I currently work full-time with the church in Birmingham, Alabama, so we got a slight time change difference here between Luke and I right now, but yeah, I just love all things design and type, so I'm excited to rate some of these jerseys. (laughs) Awesome, so like she said, the big thing today, we're just, we're going to do two different rankings. One, we're going to do a fan perspective, which is going to be from me. Obviously, I'm the biggest sports fanatic I know, but (laughs) We also have Kayla. She's going to rank jerseys from a graphic standpoint. So I think it's going to be pretty cool to see jerseys from not only a fan perspective. And so without further ado, let's jump into the content. Yeah, you'll get my raw reaction because I am not a fan. So (laughs) I can't offend anyone because I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. So today we are talking about MLB jerseys and from my perspective, MLB's been known to have pretty bland jerseys. They don't usually do too many uh, creative jerseys or anything like that. But now that Nike works with the NBA, they do jerseys that honor the culture, heritage, and community of some of the basketball teams. And so actually this year, MLB and Nike worked together to create some jerseys known as the Nike City Connect that shows kind of the culture and community of specific baseball teams. And they've only released six right now, but they're planning on doing all 30 in the next two years or so. Yeah, that's cool. Is this their first time doing it, Nike with MLB? Yes, so Nike actually just signed a partnership with MLB in 2019. So their longtime jersey sponsor was Majestic. So they never really had uh, the creative workflow, I think. Um, but now that Nike, you know, got a big name there, so they definitely have a little bit more freedom to to join in and create some good-looking jerseys. Yeah, I think that's just, even just from a marketing standpoint, is really smart because, one, like what we're doing now, people just care about design and what clothing looks like, even more so like today. So having Nike partner with MLB instead of just like, a company that just creates jerseys just to create jerseys and instead taking it from an artistic standpoint and making it like like you said culturally like significant to the community and like really connecting with the people and the fans so just from a marketing standpoint and a fan standpoint like this is just amazing so go Nike awesome <laughs> all right so we're gonna start so there have only been six teams released and we're gonna just go through the timeline so the first one you might be interested in looking at because we've got the Boston Red Sox and normally Boston Red Sox are white and red, but you see here, yeah. 
primary yellow with blue, uh, the Boston text, and I'll kind of honestly explain what, what's going on behind this. And so a big thing with, with Boston is they do a yearly Patriots Day, you know, to honor the legacy in Boston and stuff. But honestly, the cool thing about this, you know, every year they do the Boston Marathon. Mm -hmm. So this jersey is actually designed based on the Boston Marathon. That's cool. And so actually the Boston lettering here, the blue, that's actually represents like the finish line, kind of the text that's on the the ground when they they run the race. So it's pretty cool. Like they're using specific uh, ties from the culture. to put those into these jerseys yeah and obviously like i said the uh boston that's kind of like the text um created from the uh boston marathon and the even cooler thing here you see here there's a race bib it says 617 and that's the area code for fenway park which is where the boston red sox play wow okay dang and I'll, I'll show you the whole, the whole jersey. Obviously, like you got the yellow primary with the blue lettering. Um, let's see here. And this one's actually pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. You got this one here. So the Boston, you got the, with the hat, you got a primary blue and you got the B on there for Boston, obviously. And then uh, you got some yellow outline. So it kind of just ties into the jersey um obviously you'll give us your perspective when we we talk about the uh graphic standpoint but definitely seeing creativity already for sure um in the in this first jersey and honestly this is a really nice looking jersey and there's that's the first one and now we have the miami marlins and now a big thing about miami i'm sure you would know too kayla is that there's a very big uh cuban heritage mm-hmm. in Miami and this jersey here kind of honors that past in their heritage so the front text says Miami on it it's kind of the Cuban lettering Havana uh, it's a primary red with white pinstripes and honestly the cool thing about this jersey yeah, it uh, pays homage to a junior league baseball team known as the Cuban Sugar Kings in 1959 which helped open the door for future latin american players to join into the mlb that's awesome so the cool thing about this too obviously you got you know the main miami logo with the blue behind there too but also here you have it's like a sugar bag with miami marlins on there but that's actually the original logo of the cuban sugar kings and obviously instead of the Marlins, they, they kind of changed it up a little bit, but they showed um, you know, the, the Sugar Kings on there. So I think it's cool that they leave a little uh, homage there and a little, you know, a patch on there. Um, and so now let's kind of look at the actual uniform together. And as you see here, this is another very interesting hat. It's a primary blue, but it looks more like it's a light blue teal. Um, it's got the crown on the front with two M's in white for Miami Marlins and it just you know got a a red bill kind of ties in the jersey together um so I mean a big thing for me I'm a big color person so you know the more color in a jersey I think the more it pops out and stands out to me Mm. so that's the second one that released which was the Miami Marlins the third one 
it's probably one of my least favorite ones, but the Chicago White Sox released theirs and it's a primary black and gray gradient. It almost looks like, and it's got text to the South side, which represents the South side of Chicago. Uh, it's kind of a Gothic text and lettering and got white pinstripes on there. Um, let's see what it's got to say about this. Uh, just, I think it, yeah, kind of got that gothic feel to it as well. Um, south side of Chicago. And that the hats here too with the uniform, I think they look pretty good. It's just a black hat mm -hmm. with uh, Chicago on there, uh, the gothic print on the hat as well. Um, so it, it kind of ties in not a lot of color, but I mean, it definitely works for, for the White Sox. And then their rivals, the Chicago Cubs released theirs. And this one's interesting because it it kind of is inspired, I guess, by all of Chicago's 77 distinct neighborhoods. I'm mm -hmm. not really sure where that ties in exactly, but, you know, you got a primary dark blue Wrigleyville written across the top, which uh, Wrigley Field is where the Cubs play. Yeah. Um, I think, let's see here, there's a patch on the side. I think that kind of brings it all together. It's just Chicago Cubs. And I think, uh, let's see here. It says something about looking like a transit token or something with the city flag. So there's a couple of different, you know, different varieties of things from Chicago that are in the Jersey. And as you see here, let's, okay, come on ads. I do not like this. So you see here, so you got the Jersey, the dark blue and the hats also dark blue with the bill being that lighter color um, with the C in the middle for the mm -hmm. Cubs. And I think there's a star in between, which I think represents the Chicago flag, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, even even Chicago, or I know you're planning on going to Chicago. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I know, I've been doing some research on the city, so I think I can fill in some of the gaps. We'll see. Awesome. <laughs> And another one takes us down to the desert where I am currently living right now with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And uh, this one's very interesting. Uh, the color, I'd say, looks kind of tan slash khaki look, I would say. Um, and then on in the middle, it kind of gives homage to its uh, Hispanic community as well. The uh, I'm going to probably butcher this, but it's the serpientes, which I believe is Spanish for snakes, um, which is actually pretty cool because within the S, you see kind of the snake head wrapping around, mm -hmm. uh, making that. Yeah. So you got some, the red letter or the red numbers in there. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, you got the Los Serpientes. I was right, it's snakes in Spanish. And then let's see here. There's a little cool emblem down here. I guess it's like for the valley. Uh, Arizona is basically a giant valley. And yeah. I think the color too kind of represents the, uh, the desert landscape because, you know, Arizona is just all desert basically. So uh, nothing more iconic than the desert in Arizona. Yeah. And so to put along with the hat, the hat's cool too because it's got that same tan color the Arizona Diamondbacks logo is black and you got a black brim. So I think 
you know, these jerseys have been doing a pretty good job to kind of blend together. Yeah. Um, just kind of honor that culture there too. And honestly, this one's probably already my favorite. And, you know, I used to live near here. The Giants just released theirs not too long ago. And mm. this is so cool to look at. So coolest thing about this jersey. So it's all white, but it's got a couple of cool features on it. So the most iconic thing about San Francisco, hands down, is the Golden Gate Bridge. And <laughs> you see in a lot of movies, there's things like that. Like it's easily one of the most destroyed monuments in yes. cinematic history. <laughs> But the cool thing here is like on the side of the jersey where the sleeves are is uh, the Golden Gate Bridge on both yeah. sleeves. So it kind of, you know, pays homage to that. And the cool thing actually is there's a big G on the right side of the jersey, but there's a white gradient at the bottom, mm. which represents the fog in the city, you know, the the bridge peering out from the fog. And honestly, like, We've been to San Francisco a whole bunch of times. Like nothing's cooler than seeing the Golden Gate Bridge in the fog. Like it's just this ominous yeah. bridge, ginormous. <laughs> and, and no, so it just honors that uh, the uh, Golden Gate Bridge, the the kind of the fog and just the mis mystery around it. So kind of there's that white dot gradient there. Um, and then just this cool little patch here. <laughs> says giants on it but it's uh got some fog around it which like i said kind of symbolizes the fog yeah. and they even did something better too their hats are absolutely incredible so let's pull them up okay come on so i don't i don't know if you can you see it fully yeah so the cool thing the hats are all orange mm -hmm. but on the side of the hat is the golden gate bridge in white so that even adds more detail to that, which is awesome because the other hats are pretty plain, but they definitely added a lot of cool things on this jerseys. And if these things weren't $200, I probably would have already got one. But, you yeah. know, jerseys are not very cheap, but the hat definitely for sure would definitely be on my bucket list to get before this end of this year. Yeah. And so that's the six jerseys. And now... I'm going to kind of go into it and rank my favorites to least favorite. We have a ranking system all the way from S to D. S stands for superior. And then you have your normal A, B, C, and D. So I'm going to start off. Can I have some pictures here? Boston Red Sox for me, I'm going to give that an A in my opinion. I think it's just cool because it's different. Like, you know, this is the first Jersey that was released and there's a lot of cool colors and symbolism behind it. And so I think it's done a very good job of honoring the, the past and the present of Boston. Mm. Um, so I definitely give that an A. So the next one, we got the Marlins. I feel like that one deserves an A as well. Um, obviously besides the cultural significance, I'm a very big fan of color and this jersey does not lack in color um the one thing i would change i think the hat kind of just is like too vibrant almost in my opinion but i still think overall the jerseys are are pretty nice with the addition of the hat and then next we got the the white socks and not necessarily a fan of this one i'm probably going to give this a c um 
just in my opinion, I think it's a little too bland. It's just too dark in my opinion. It's, you know, basically just black and white and then basically just has some text on it. I don't really think it's anything awesome in my opinion. I mean, I know some people might like this, but just from my perspective, I think it's a little bland and things like that. Um, and then next we have the Cubs. I'm probably going to give that a D because personally, like, I, it's just interesting. Like, I know it talks about the 77 neighborhoods, but at the same time too, like, I think it's just kind of almost like the White Sox where it's a little bland and I think it's kind of hard to see the significance behind it in my perspective obviously I'm not from Chicago but like kind of hard for me to see you know what that ties into some of those uh symbolic features and things like that the Diamondbacks I'm gonna give them a B I mean I think they're really nice jerseys um so I think it definitely honors that culture very well and the color um it's very sharp even even though it's simple there's definitely a lot of cool features on there with the the S in the shape of a snake that kind of gives it that flair. Yeah. Uh, the hat, I would say, is probably one of my favorite hats just because, like, the way the colors just match it together so perfectly. And then lastly, the Giants. I mean, I, I'm going to give it an S because, in, in my opinion, this jersey is phenomenal from a fan standpoint. Like, Obviously, a white jersey sometimes aren't the best jerseys, but the way they're able to create colors, add gradients, and just the vibrant hat with, you know, with the Golden Gate Bridge and stuff, I'm like, especially yeah. from from growing up around there, I uh, I definitely appreciate this jersey a lot. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add? Like, I know you're not a baseball fan, but... Um, um. I mean, my rankings are going to be completely different than yours. For sure. No, I get you. Um, before we jump into your rankings, I'm going to go over today's hat of the day. So it's funny. So this hat is brought to us today by the Arizona Diamondbacks. And there's a, a funny story behind this hat. So a cool one. Yes. So on Thursday, I was I was on social media and I saw that Circle K was doing a promotion with the Diamondbacks. So if you buy like a 12-pack of soda, you get a coupon to redeem a free hat at like a, a casino. Uh, <laughs> so literally on Thursday, I walked to the gas station from my apartment, which is like two seconds away. I purchased the soda and I drove like 30 minutes to Chandler. And I went to the casino and I was like, here, can I get my hat? And they, you know, they gave me the hat. It's like, Oh, and you won like $10 to spend at the casino. I was like, I'll spend that a different time. And I was like, I drove 30 minutes to get a hat. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously I'm a big hat person. So obviously I did it. But the cool thing about this, obviously it's uh, mainly gray on there, but this is honoring actually the Diamondbacks 20th anniversary of their World Series in 2001 which they won in game seven over the New York Yankees thank goodness because I cannot stand the Yankees back in the 90s the Yankees were were pretty good I think they won at 1.3 World Series in a row and then the Diamondbacks came in and beat them in game seven so I mean I know you don't know you're just remembering their past win instead of celebrating a current win <laughs> yeah exactly well they're, they're, 
They're the they're the worst team in the league. By oh, way. that's sad. I do like them. They personally. are. Let's see the <laughs> right now. I want to say they're. They have less than thirty wins. So we've been already almost eighty games over. So they're probably somewhere around like a little bit under thirty and like fifty something losses already. So mm. they're very bad. But I mean, I'll take a a twelve dollar hat for sure. I mean. Heck yeah. I mean, so that's our hat <laughs> of the day. Just remembering the good times in Arizona. Yeah. Hopefully, there's, hopefully there's some more ahead. But, uh, yes. <laughs> not right now, at least. And uh, it's cool. Actually, me and my sister Kayla, I remember we did a tour at Grand Canyon, I think our junior year of high school, and we went to a Diamondbacks game against yes. the Giants. Um, oh, yeah. So I remember that. That was a good time. Yeah, we had a cool stadium. <laughs> yes. The coolest thing is I, I've always wanted to sit. There's a pool in, I want to say, yeah. it's right field. So it's kind of like a the cool feature of the ballpark. So it's like a, you know, you have to have special tickets to go in there. But, yeah, you know, I haven't been to a game this year, but hopefully I can uh, get to one soon. Totally. Yeah, I'd love to go to every baseball stadium. That's That's a bucket list of mine. Really, that's I'm mine. There too. for the food and the game. I don't know. I don't have to be emotionally invested in the players. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I saw you. Uh, you and your husband Landon went to a uh, Birmingham Barons game. I yeah. think Fourth of July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. How was that? It was great. It was sold out. <laughs> it was awesome. Fun. Yeah, it's always a good time. They lost, but it's alright. Oh, <laughs> there you go. As long, as long as you're having fun and eating good food, that's all you care about. Exactly, exactly. Awesome. So now I'm going to give the reins to Kayla. She's yeah. going to rank these jerseys based on a graphic standpoint. And I'll just move these around for you, Kayla. So when you, when you tell me where you want me to put them, and then you can explain your thought process behind it. Okay, can we go through like the same order you did earlier, just so I can look at the the jersey? Oh yeah, do you want me to show As you the picture in the uniform? Yeah, in the same order you did it. So yeah. here's the first one, the Boston Red Sox. Okay, yes. Um, so from first perspective of like not having known the whole like backstory behind this, my first initial thought is this feels like a tech company or like a cycling company just because of the way the letters are so rounded and like modern feeling. So I initially off the bat, I didn't get the whole like badge or bib, uh, racing bib, like typography feel. Like I wish that the type would have been like serif or something like the sans serif with the super rounded letters to me just feels too modern and too like cyclish are you getting that vibe of no I, I i definitely yeah. see that like there's the there's the the gap in between the letters um, yeah which which i understand is supposed to feel like a stencil you know like, um but right off the bat blue yellow together just reminds me of google <laughs> <laughs> so and i also would love to rank based on how the overall outfit flows together so the hat to me plays a big role in this sure I love that they tried to add their black letter type to this by keeping like their vintage logo on the hat, but it really bothers me with the the fonts together because usually when you're pairing type, it should like 
flow together and these just completely clash and the blues are not even close to the same blue so I'm like they could have tied that in a little bit better like some of the other jerseys like really thought about using the hat as a part of their entire uniform this just feels like oh we had this hat in stock let's just throw it on (laughs) this jersey but a couple things going for this I love that they like leaned into Boston culture and especially the marathon because there's a huge you know history of just strength behind that and just like representing the people like how strong Boston is as a group of people and throwing the the racing bib on the sleeve I think that was just so smart so they have small things to me that has redeemed this because (laughs) they thought so intentionally about the people and what it could mean but I hate that you have to have a conversation about it to be able to understand Yeah, exactly but I'm not from Boston so maybe it comes off much clearer as a fan I don't know this is just the design side of it. (laughs) So I'm going to give Boston a B. Um, They're still great. (laughs) Honestly, if I didn't know the whole story behind it, I would have given them a D, honestly, to be completely honest. No, I I, I totally get you. Um, (laughs) I'll pull up the second one for you. If you have any other last thoughts or is that all you you had on that? Uh All righty. So here's the second one with the Miami Marlins. All right. Yeah. So, so here's an example of a team that they thought about the hat with the Jersey or I guess Nike thought about it, um, like mirroring that Miami Marlins on the sleeve and on the hat was really smart and inverting the colors So it keeps it fresh. Um, usually a three color palette could like get pretty like boring and old, but I think because they like switched up the colors, um, a lot, I think it helps out. I love the pinstripes. I love the Miami script. The drop shadow is great. Like, like you said, it really emphasizes Miami culture, just like keeping it vibrant and fresh. I would have loved to see like maybe a different color other than red, just I feel like, but that is Miami Marlins color. So this is the tension I'm feeling is like, that's great that they're paying homage to this, the older um, team. Um, so I do think that's the win here, but Miami is just known for vibrant culture and life and stuff. So it would have been great to see like a, a brighter, I don't yeah. know, green or something, but obviously not with the red. <laughs> but overall, I mean, I don't have anything bad to say about it. I'm a big fan of it, honestly. Um, but because it's not initially like, wow, amazing. I'm going to give it an A. Awesome. <laughs> pretty ranked the same. Yeah, yeah, we had it under the same. Awesome. Even though I really, really like it, it just it wasn't an initial grab. I'm going to save my superior for the true superior. Yes. (laughs) All righty. So here's the third one, the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, you had not a lot of great things to say about them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, I find it so interesting that Nike did the Chicago Cubs and um the White Sox at the same time like I wonder like if that rivalry is just so intense that they could not handle someone being released or like one of the teams being released before the other like yeah. I don't know if they thought about that I mean they're doing the same thing with the uh Giants and Dodgers they released the Giants and they're gonna release the Dodgers in August gotcha okay um anyways I just thought that was interesting <laughs> at the same time um I personally am a big fan of this one um I love that like gothic black letter inspired script, but it's not true black letter. Like it still has a lot of rounded attributes to it. 
Um, I love the way the capital S just like flows off and it has that extra little like glyph element to it. Um, I wish I could have heard like more of the backstory, which I know you probably didn't hear it either. But this feels very vintage to me. And I mm. wonder if that is like, I mean, this probably is super intentional from like some of their early, early jerseys with like the vertical pinstripes. Like this feels super Chicago to me. Black, white, silver. I don't know. To me, this screams Chicago, especially mm. South Side. Like they're gotcha. just they're known for having like some grit and you know, oh I think as I great mix of culture there. Yeah. Um, so I'm extremely happy with this and the way the, the, she plays on the hat, like that was a great tie in too. Like they kept similar typeface, if not the same typeface on it, the hat. I think that's just a great way to, to play with the Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I don't love about it is they have like a slight Heather. Yeah. There's like a grayish in the black. Yeah. I just am not a big fan of like fake distressed things you know but it's so minor and I know they're leaning into like the grungy like grit authenticity of the people who live in Chicago so or south side Chicago specifically yeah um so I'm a fan I'm gonna put them at a awesome nice yeah I think I mean just for me just didn't seem like there was a lot of like compared to the other teams the backstory didn't seem like it was you know, very big thing. Like they talked about, like, I think the grit, like you're saying hardworking side, but it's like, I feel like compared to the other teams, there's more intentionality behind it, I would say. That's true. Maybe I should switch them. No, no, I'm just saying from a fan perspective, like compared to like the history is just what I'm saying. Maybe there's something we're missing though. Like maybe there's- Yeah, (laughs) probably. If they had one more thing to like represent the culture, then I'd be like, okay, fire. Yeah, probably. I mean, I still just base layer. Love it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so now we're going to go to the rivals, the Chicago Cubs. Yes. So when I first looked at the list, I was going to put them first, having not heard any of the like intentionality, intentionality behind the designs, because right away I knew that this lettering was the exact lettering that's on their field right now. That's like been there since the stadium was built um like Wrigley Field it has that same like arch yes. lettering so to me like automatically is just like a throwback to like true American culture and like I don't know I think of the Cubs as just being like I mean they weren't the first baseball team but I don't know I think of them as like the true old like vintage like this is our very first American awesome. like experience at least you're not together. at least you didn't say the Yankees <laughs> So yeah, I don't know anything about rivalries either. So I just think of the Cubs as that, like true American spirit. That's um, cool. Even just like the way they place this photo, like there's this, the player standing in front of like this vintage um, scoreboard, which I'm assuming is still up in the stadium. I believe it is, yeah. I haven't been there. I would love to go there when I stop by in Chicago. We're actually going to White Sox. Yeah, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Cubs might be in town. Yeah, I'm a little bummed but it's okay because this is such a historic field um but i also don't know their colors like is that blue part of their color originally uh, no so their main colors i can show you like an actual jersey real quick um if you don't mind sure that i think that light blue feels a little off to me let me look it up i like the dark blue it would just would have been great if they had paired it with a brighter color i don't know 
I mean, that most soft blue is just like too subdued for me. Sure. Let me go to images. So okay. the main yeah. jersey is. Let me see if I can click it. Come on. So if you can kind of see that, their main colors are like the red, white, and blue with yeah, the yeah, yeah. darker blue for the Chicago logo on there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Go back to the, the one they just made. Yeah. Yeah, even just like throwing like the cub in there, like a vintage version of the, the bear logo. Yes. Like that I think that would have been awesome. Cool. But like you said, like the they're also playing on the 77 districts or whatever it is of Chicago. Um, so that's cool. But yeah, the more I look at it, the more plain it gets to me. The only saving grace is that same treat type treatment, honestly. Is, mm. is and I like the playing of the star with it too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to put them at a C. There you go. I mean, I guess I was harsher than you were. <laughs> oh, well. It is a little boring. Yeah. And second to last, we have the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. So basically, I have nothing bad to say about this. <laughs> um, I love that taupe tan color that they chose. I mean, obviously, very reminiscent of sand, the desert. Yes. <laughs> so. I mean, that could have been like an obvious choice, but I think it's actually like a, a bold one because it is so kind of muted and could be boring to some people. I think it's actually just such a great parallel to like the background it comes from. Mm. And even putting snake in Spanish, like that's a beautiful, a beautiful representation of like their culture and like, the large demographic that's out there. Um, hopefully it's honoring to them and it's not just miss you know sometimes no, when, I get we try, you. when we try to represent culture we don't actually ask them you know it's like I, yeah, know I get you. They, were, they were brought into that conversation and also even that type kind of reminds me of like the way the script goes it reminds me of airbrush type which is also part of um some hispanic cultures or even like car airbrush script um so i don't want to guess for them but i feel like that is where they got their um inspiration for those letters and with the S, like that was really smart to tie in the snake. Yeah. And maybe a little bit too far, like they just really tried to fit in the snake into it. But honestly, I'm happy with it. I love the way it, it is thicker towards the left side and then thins out towards the right. I think that it just plays really nicely. Um, and again, paired with their classic hat, they didn't even try to like reinvent the wheel there. I'm like, I think that's great. It's like, it means that this jersey fits so well with their team that they didn't have to change the exactly. hat. So I'm going to put them at S. Oh, nice. There yeah. you go. They did a great job hitting their culture. And that's what this whole thing was about, was representing community and just honoring the fans. So awesome. they, yeah, S for them, for sure. And last but not least, the Giants. So I wanted to love this so bad because Francisco <laughs> is my favorite city in the world. I love San Francisco so much. Just and that may be part of why I'm a little disappointed with this jersey is because there's so much amazing culture there and 
it's just, I mean, it's known for having so many different people from around the world coming to live there as one community. And that is just such a beautiful thing that doesn't happen successfully a lot of places. And for some reason, San Francisco is just like, I don't know, magically can host all these different cultures. It's really beautiful. So I am a little disappointed that they just really harped on the bridge. It's like, okay, we get it. You have a bridge. <laughs> not gonna lie I love the Golden Gate Bridge it's beautiful and I mean iconic straight up iconic so I get that they're playing on the iconography of that but like to also throw it on the head I'm like okay (laughs) some of the other teams like added something else to the hat or created a new logo like the Diamondbacks put the little V for Valley like they could have added another element to it instead of just placing Mm. the bridge in five spots <laughs> i do love they, that they played into the fog you know good old carl rolling in but you, what just, this girl carl yeah that's what they call this the fog when it rolls in carl the fog never heard of that ever yeah <laughs> true <laughs> apparently you're not a true san francisco <laughs> yeah i guess not <laughs> um but yeah, I just feel like there's just such a deep mix of culture, especially Asian culture. They could have definitely oh, for sure. brought that in somehow. So it feels a little bit like a cop-out. Like they were like, oh, we don't, since we can't represent all cultures, we're just going to represent San Francisco, which is fine again, but exactly. just disappointed in it. I do love how bright that orange is. Like that's really great and fresh. And I love the oversized G on the front. That feels great. And how there's like a slight gradient, but it's like, kind of pixelated in nature so that feels nice mm. um but honestly gradients are just a little bit overdone in sports jerseys to me like I don't know all these other teams did a great job in going back to their culture instead of trying to create a new culture and that's what this feels like is they're trying to be modern and start their oh, culture gotcha. of, you know what I'm saying like the other ones had pinstripes and like vintage letters and you know yeah. this is just it just feels like they're just trying to rebrand a little bit. So yeah, I mean, I definitely get your point uh, yeah. with really no homage to culture. Cause it's like, first thing you, you know, the first word that's synonymous with San Francisco is the golden gate bridge. Right. Totally off the fair. Yeah. But really fair. like you yeah. did say, there's a lot of different cultures. Like they got, you know, Chinatown down there and they have a yeah. lot of different cultures there. So like, it's a big melting pot of, people from all over the world which would have been cool to see um so I'm not sure what route they're trying to go but it looks like they're just yeah I know they do have occasional games throughout the season that's like like you come and you support your culture like yeah that was called like I remember there's like a Puerto Rico day oh like heritage night uh yeah 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 uh, yeah, I mean, the one thing that they did do, I can show you, they were, I think, the first team to do this. Not that this has any pertinence to this, but uh, so there's a, also a big uh, pride LGBTQ community out in San Francisco. I would. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. I'll pull something up for you. They created a new hat for a special games. They were, I think, one of the only teams to wear this. Um, let's see here. So they created a new hat for one day kind of a thing. So let's see if there's a good picture of this. So they kind of honored their uh, yeah. 
the pride culture in there with all the different colors and inclusivity behind that. And I think they were one of the only teams, I think, to do that. Um, And then you see here on the Giants jersey. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. uh, They put kind of the the SF on there with that. Um, I mean, it's definitely they're honoring that that culture and inclusivity for sure. Yeah, I love that they were one of the first to do that, definitely. Um, And I love that it's on a hat too, but sometimes, I don't know, if you just, you want to be respectful of that community and you don't want to just throw a flag on it. No, I get you. We're, we're, you know, hip and we support that community, you know? So I, it's good that they didn't just throw it on this jersey because then it would, it just, sometimes it just feels like, oh, you're just doing it to do it. You don't actually. Yeah, sure. I get you. Anyways, but yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And the one cool thing too, um, this is another tangent, but I think they were the first team like last year, two years ago, they hired the first female coach for oh, a professional nice. team. So she's a, uh, wow. How did I not hear about that? That's I think nice. she's a the dugout coach or something like that. Um, or first base coach, but she, yeah, I think a couple of years ago they hired her and then the Marlins just hired the first woman GM wow. for a baseball team. So you can see now too, like, it's cool that, you know, times are changing. And so you mean, you know, you see cultures change, you see shifts and, you know, things like that. So it's definitely cool to see, you know, yeah. I mean, I I don't think, I mean, I know sometimes, like you said, it could look like a PR stunt, but at the end of the day, like if they're the most qualified person, exactly. like, I think, you know, they're the right person for the job. And so I feel like at the end of the day though, it's very hard to judge the intentionality behind it. Um, Yeah but you just kind of have to go and trust that, you know, it's the, the best move for the team. And totally. the giants right now are first place in MLB. They've got like, they're the first to 60 wins right now. And yeah. Hey, uh, I love them. Not to knock them as the whole team. I love them. Love their stadium. Yes. They got some great food there. You gotta get your garlic fries when you go. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. And then yes. I don't know something, <laughs> something about the, uh, the brick inlay in the stadium is just so cool. Like in the the right field of the wall is all brick. It's yeah, just it's awesome. Again, yeah, that's to me, that's like a timeless vintage homage. Yes. Where is that with this jersey? No. Where's that energy? <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then anyway. you got, you know, you got McCovey Cove, you know, Barry Bonds has got like 40 something splash hits in the water and like you yeah. know they have like accountants like oh how many splash hits have been hit in this stadium kind of a thing but uh yeah so I mean yeah. those are the uh first six that have been released what would you uh give the yes. Giants here I'm gonna give them a d oh no I know when you put them at s I'm like oh, what no. <laughs> I mean and that's that was the goal of today's episode honestly um so like you see two different perspectives on a jersey so from a fan perspective like to me that looks the best but from a graphic standpoint in a historical standpoint it's like not one of the best so I think it's cool because it's like if I just had another person on here who is a sports fan and us ranking it like I feel like (laughs) it would be harder to get anything out of it but when you look at it from a closer look you know you can kind of look on here so Kayla's list and maybe this maybe this helps you think about type a little bit more and just the way the whole experience happens together you know I get you for sure so 
Kayla's list here we got for Super, we've got the Diamondbacks. The A tier, we've got the Marlins and the Chicago White Sox. B tier is Boston. C tier is the Cubs. D tier is the San Francisco Giants. Sorry, Giants, I love you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Which was my (laughs) S tier, but that's all right. So I'm glad we could have a discussion and just look at these jerseys. So I think that's where we're going to wrap up today. I appreciate you, Kayla, coming on, not only as my sister, but as a uh, graphic designer. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having me. Make sure you guys tune into YouTube later today and my podcast so you can hear our discussion. Thank you and have a great rest of your weekend. Bye.